Welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio, where your host, Samantha Burgos, sits with influential beings to discuss how they feel better naked. Let's explore what it means to be you. Let's learn how to feel better naked. Hey guys, welcome to the Feel Better Naked podcast. It's your host, Samantha. I'm here with Jocelyn Martinez, and she is a lifestyle designer. How are you doing, Jocelyn? How's life? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. I feel great because I worked out this morning, and I love it. <laughs> I'm legit jealous because I haven't worked out today, actually, at all. Just the weather's been crappy here in New York. But um, <laughs> how, um, so yes, I introduced you as a lifestyle designer. I know for a lot of us, I personally, myself, have never even heard that term but I love it because I feel like it's a really it's better than a life coach I think right <laughs> I think and I think yeah. it's more like direct on what you do but if you want to kind of fill us in on what exactly you're working on and what are you up to nowadays right so think about lifestyle design like people design their homes wouldn't it be great to design ourselves and the, the things that we want to do I love and, that. <laughs> yeah I have a chic personal development brand I found it Jocelyn Martinez Inc Thank you very much. My one year anniversary. I saw your Instagram. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll link below in the show notes anyways, but keep going. Yeah. Uh, so um, I, I wanted to create a brand for women. I went to an all girls school, but basically what my brand does is works with women, whether they're in the corporate world, entrepreneurial world, whether they're teachers that have a passion and they're courageous and they feel like, oh, I never get around to doing this. And they seem to have um, the mindset that, they have no time. So I work with them with mindsets and the tools so that they can navigate the distractions of modern day life. So I serve the modern day woman and I created the modern day woman mastermind, which is the most popular because I saw the need for us to come together, us that are driven and courageous and feel like, man, I want to do this, but I just, I don't have the time or maybe it's the money or I am smart. What's happening to me? How come I just don't seem to get it done for the life of me? And I saw that as the real need. And then when I was like in college or early years in college, I came across the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I love the idea of a mastermind. And I thought, well, why can't I make a mastermind? Like, why could it just be men, you know, like, old men making masterminds so that they can make money and follow through with their passions. I'm going to make my own. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. How long have you had your mastermind for now? The mastermind has been around for about two to three years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two to three years. I was working on a movie set for a long time. And so I started testing out the masterminds and, and just building up from it and putting it out there more. And this is the first year that I'm going to be working full time in it. So I'm very excited. I had women during the quarantine. I had the quarantine mastermind. I tweaked it to, to serve the women now. Oh yeah. I tweaked it to serve women now because I know it was like, it was very stressful for women that are working from home. Right. Because people think, oh, they have so much time now. Right. But not everyone because no. and I'm going to talk about lifestyle design again. Lifestyle is designing it the way you feel fits you, the way that, that, the way that works for you. I can't tell everyone, oh, you have so much time now because you're in quarantine. Really? When they have three kids that they're schooling from home, have a business to run or try to run or try to learn about everything else that they have to learn to tweak it for COVID. So you're right. It's, it's, I think honestly for women, I think, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think for me, this has been like such a pivotal time. <laughs> your cat. <laughs> it was such a pivotal time. Cat just jumped like, on the desk. <laughs> your, yeah, your cat, by the way, if you guys follow her Instagram, you'll see her cat is like a 
he's just interesting. He's so fun to watch. I love your cat. <laughs> I'm not a fan of cats, but I'm a fan of Joey. Um, Yay. <laughs> but um, I feel like for women, it has been a very, especially moms, a very interesting time because like, like you said, they do have more time, you would think, because, like, they're home. But a lot of people had to, like, shift their whole thing to even become, like, teachers in a way <laughs> yeah. to help their kids, you know, do a bunch of stuff. And, like, I can't even imagine that. Plus, working from home if they are working from home. So I can see that being, like, really uh, crazy. But tell us how you ended up coming up with the modern uh, day woman planner. I think that's, like, so genius. Like, once I saw that, I was like, oh, genius, <laughs> genius. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I was always a nerd. <laughs> so I was always a nerd in, in high school. I went to an all-girls school. Well, at first I went to a co-ed school in New Jersey. And then I'm from New York, but I went to New Jersey. Oh my, just to clarify. And then I went to New Jersey yeah, for a, a time period. And it was a co-ed school. And then I came back to Manhattan and I went to an all-girls school. And for anybody that's listening and knows, it was Mother Cabrini High School. Any of you listening, hi. So yeah, uh, I loved the fact that we were able to focus focus on ourselves and really teach us that women can accomplish things. And yeah, without the distractions of boys when we were learning, right? There was right. Boys, hello. But uh, for anyone that was interested in boys, it, it doesn't stop you because when you come out of school, there's, you know, men, women, right. and you could meet everybody once you're out there. So we really focused on school. That was a priority. Um, yeah. I had a planner, but sometimes I would write on the planner and not make things happen. So that was a process I had to learn. Like, how do I just not write resolutions and, and goals and, and little tasks? Because for me, goal setting is not about, oh, let's write a couple of things in this world that says, go, go, go. I mean, clearly that hasn't been working for some people in society. We have like the, the highest number of stress and right. stress related illnesses. So I said, what if I work it around me? What do I actually, what do I want to when I realized, it's like, I just want to feel, right? We're after a feeling. We're not after, when you want money, it's not like, oh, I just want money because you want all this green people around you so that you can like look at it. No, you want what it, <laughs> you want, unless maybe some people do and they post it on IG, but true, you want something. You want the result of that. You want to feel that. And I'm like, how can I start feeling that without waiting? Because how long do I have to wait to- oh, wow. Yeah. How long do I have to wait to get some of these things in my life? What if I just start feeling it now? And I started studying neuroscience as well. And I said, whoa, this is amazing. Like, and I just started creating my planner to, to give me something because every time I would buy a planner, it has like the rings on it. I don't really like the ring bind and I'm not to offend anybody. I know there's like a whole school of people that want the little rings in the binder. Great. Um, I don't like them because they would go onto my sweaters and pull them apart. You know when it sticks to your sweater? No, yeah. I'm the same way. I don't like the ring ones, actually. At yeah. all. Oh, my God. Right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's why I created it also. Yeah, one for myself. And I started with sheets, like monthly sheets. I thought, Yes, I've done your monthly sheets. I you love your monthly, monthly sheets. sheets. Yeah. I love like, your monthly sheets. Why don't I just start doing it for the month? And then that way, I'll just look over my my goals for the month. That makes it easier. That makes it easier than having a, a planner. The planners I would get would just have dates on them. Right. And then like the times and the wow. time to do that. But my, my strategy is, or my system is, I don't care when you do it, just write it down for the, the week or the month and get it done. It doesn't matter. Right. And make that a priority. So we have to work from a priority based on the things that we want, including mm -hmm. self care first, not the other way around. Right. So, Right. I love that. No, I have to get your planner. 
I'll link it below, guys, by the way. Thanks. Okay. But yeah, I love that. The modern woman planner based off the okay. mastermind. Like, oh, okay, it's a planner for the modern woman. <laughs> they go hand in hand. Like, if you're in a mastermind, do you also, should you get the planner kind of thing? Is that how you? Yeah, they, can, they get the planner once they join. If they join oh. the mastermind, they can, they'll get the planner. It's okay. A, you know, it's a gift. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'll look into that. Okay. But I'll link y'all below so you guys can see that um, in the show notes. But I guess I think it's so interesting. So, did you end up falling into. I guess being a lifestyle create uh, designer because like for for yourself first, like you want to kind of create your own life and then yeah. kind of just like fluid kind of went out. Is that how right. it kind of happened? Like when did you realize you wanted like, I guess how did you get to the point to realize that you want to create your life or there's like a thing in general? Like when did you start? You would say, well, it's really funny, but when I was a kid, I always knew I wanted, I don't know. I just wanted something else. Like I, I, Grew up, I'm from Hamilton Heights, that's on 136th Street. And then my father passed away, unfortunately, due to violence. He had a restaurant on Dykeman Street, so he was, you know, killed. There's no other way to say it, right? I mean, it's all over. And it was embarrassing for me to say it before. But the thing is, I wanted always to just live. I'm like, I still want to live. I still believe in having a, um, a happy lifestyle. And I, I think that no matter what systems of society we've believed or what we've been through, any dysfunctional system we've been through, we still have the right to design a life that, that um, we want to live. And that's what they would want for us. I think the people before us that care for us, they don't want to say, well, I, you know, I left this way. I left earth this way. And you know, I understand that you're miserable and sad and depressed because of it. No, they would want us to be happy. Right. And, you know, what better way to keep them alive by also helping other people uh, see the same thing. So, yes, I was nine. And it was nine when I said, okay, I got to find this murder and, and do something about it. And it's so surprising that I'm here talking about it now, but that's what happens. Like, that's the truth. Like, my it's been a path so I had a lot of moments by myself and I would like growing up then I would watch Oprah I started reading a lot of personal development books because I just felt like I need to do something my soul knew I needed to do something to help me because sometimes when you don't have the leaders around you you're gonna have to learn from other people and just you know I knew education was a way out so it was very important for me to go to college so I went to college I was a pre-law student I went to NYU it was like the best thing ever for me because I really wanted to go there and I knew education was gonna get me out and then I said I don't want to go be a lawyer because I wanted to be a prosecutor <laughs> yeah and then I was gonna prosecute a bunch of people I didn't care if they were innocent or not because that's what a, you know you have to prosecute and I said I can't do that I'm not gonna prosecute people even if they're innocent because right. the job is to protect you know, everyone, everyone has the right to, to, well, to a fair trial, right? But <laughs> when I saw that most of the cases were plea bargains, I said, what? That's, I had a very romantic idea of what being a prosecutor was going to be. Like, I'm yeah. going to get bad people and they're going to go in jail. Clearly, because it was a personal issue with me, right? Like, right. the person that killed my dad ran away. That's so what interesting. Yeah. yeah, what I did was I decided to find the person myself. And I said, you know what? Nobody's helping me. I wrote to America's Most Wanted. I asked people in pop. They didn't help me. So I said, I'm just going to do it myself, but I'm going to pretend like I'm not. And I got all the information I needed. And then I went and did it. And I was like, all this time, I thought other people had the power to do the shit. And I did it myself. What else can I do? And how can I help other people see that they have a right to do whatever they want to do as long as it's good and, and move it from there. And if I didn't do that, that was holding me back or I was holding myself back with it. And there's a lot of things that people have holding them back because of a story or something that they heard way back. And they feel like, oh, well, this is the life I'm in. That's it. 
Right. And when we choose that, it's so amazing how quickly we can get results. It's, but we really have to tap into it. It's like, right. it's amazing how quickly we can change our lives around. No, you're right. And I think, I think it's, first of all, your story is so powerful. And the fact that, yeah, I never, I always knew, so I've known you for like a while, but I always knew that the whole story with your father, but I never knew like you went to school and everything to become like a prosecutor, kind of like that being tied to that story. I never knew that. That's wild. That you were going to go the traditional route to approach that until you just went your own way. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck that. I want to just kind of design my own way of doing that, like figuring this all out. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's, that's actually amazing. And I feel like, you know, honestly, I like, that's like a big purpose of me creating like Feel Better Naked because I feel like if, you know, not everyone approaches problem solving, like how you did in your case, we're on, on their own. And I feel like we, if we all approached all our problems that way or approached kind of life every day, like in, in that sense where we can just like make our own path and figure things out ourselves and just not see, what's that word? Was it? Was it Jackson Johnson or someone? It was someone that said, like, everything is, like, figureoutable. That's oh, Marie Forleo. Yes, Marie Forleo. So I think it's like, a book that came out like that. And I was like, oh, that's so true. Like, if we just all approach everything in life as it's all figureoutable, there's, like, no walls that we allow to, like, become yes. built. Yes. And it wouldn't matter. Like, we just all do what we want to do, you know? And I feel like, um, and you mentioned the word stories. And I feel like a lot of people, I think that is, like, a big thing that kind of plays into creating your lifestyle. Like we have these stories of how things should be and how kind of like what they are and what we are and kind of like they kind of go. And like, um, I guess what is, how do you approach not believing stories? I, I read a really amazing book, see my nerd, called um, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Oh my God. So he talks about all these grievances that we carry and we believe. And I have to read that book again. Um, I want to read that book too. <laughs> Countless people, and it really just opens up your mind. Like I love just opening up my mind to question things. I'm like a philosopher, I told you I had a lot of time on my hand because, like, my brothers were older. I was like the youngest sister. I often call myself an only child. <laughs> so I would question things, and I would just. I would question why things are what they are, but without being that obnoxious kid, I'll just question it in my head. Like, huh, I wonder why. Or when like I was told by an elder, like, well, that has to be like that. Cause I said, so I was like, but really why? You know, because they're just old, like, like, like we're older now. So we could, we could be wrong. Right. We could just do something that <laughs> doesn't make any sense. So, um, I just did a lot of questioning. I think reflection is the most important thing in the world and writing down and journaling and asking yourself, is this really what I want? Is this true? What is really holding me back? Because uh, there was a moment in my life that I thought things were holding me back. Granted, because things did happen. Th- things did happen. I was like, oh my God, what else can happen? So I thought, okay. And then I just, I was working on a reactive mode instead of proactive where, okay, this happened. How am I going to solve it? Where's the opportunity in this? And I started practicing that. So for example, one of the things that I thought was the worst things in my life was when I had to move out, I was living in Inwood and they were going to sell the apartment where I was living. And I thought, oh my God, we've been here forever. Now, now what? This is horrible. I just graduated from college. It was, you know, the perfect time for me to just live there. And like, what now? Like, this is not cool. How could this be happening to me? And and then I ended up buying this, you know, a co-op because it just, the opportunity <laughs> rose. Yeah. Yeah. Because when the chance came in and I gave myself the opportunity to think bigger and push myself, it happened. So because I went through some things when I was a kid, like trauma, I'm, I already know how to like, I'm not going to, I have decided myself that I am not going to just live this life without striving to do and be who I want to be. It's not going to happen. 
um, I'll have my last breath and I'll be striving to do what I want to do. It's just in my nature. It's how I am. And when there's a crisis, for example, right now, a lot of people are learning. A lot of people are pushing and striving right. to reach another level. Even if they said before, oh, I have no time. Now that they're stressed out, now that they saw how crazy it is, now they're like, oh my God, yes, it hit the fan. I better do something right now. Because sometimes people thrive with stress, certain stress. A lot of stress is bad. A lot, like if it's a lot of stress, yeah. it's not going to help us be too focused. It's not going to help us... Um, be able to work from our best selves because we might make mistakes being anxious, but there's a certain level. And if we start trusting that feeling of I am aligned with the world and the universe. And, and if you believe in God, then it is what it is. It's, right. it's, I believe is designed to help us find solutions. You know, I love what you just said about being proactive and not reactive. I think that's like such a fucking like, yeah. What a quote. <laughs> Cause honestly, Honestly, that's very true. Kind of back to the story you say about your apartment. Like you could have just reacted and just been like in panic, but like you didn't think that way. You're like, well, now what? Like, what can I? Well, I did, now? but then I had to get over it. <laughs> so I right. did that. No, but, no, but it's, okay. It's, it's, it's okay to react. Just like we're uh -huh. human, but to stay stuck there is a whole different story. You know? Yeah. And, and let me tell you the stories and walk it through. But anybody that wants to hear right now, say, "Oh my God, I have no money to move. How can they do this to me? You know, I just got out of college. I have no money. Right. I have no money for a down payment for an apartment." You know, how am I going to do that? Oh my God. And then I said, I have no freaking choice. So I had to find a way. And I did. Right. And right. there's so much we don't know only because we're not willing to start looking. Right. There are solutions given to people every day and they refuse to look into it just to look into it. That's no, very true. How did, I guess, if you were to say, I mean, is it in your nature, but how do you think um, you've like learned to to be resourceful. I had no choice. Again, when my father died and I had my mom and it was difficult for her and I moved to Jersey and it was probably, I don't know, not the best thing to do. I was alone. I was like the only Dominican kid. Uh, I had to be resourceful because I wanted to survive. Mm. And I said, oh no, I just have to grow up. I, have to, I just have to put up with, I have to grow up and, and just keep going. But if you think about it, they're very resourceful too. They're immigrants. So right. I imagine, how do they come to this country, create a business, like no, didn't know the language or my grandma coming over here, leaving their beautiful island um, and, and all that stuff. So we're resourceful. That, that, that yeah, came right in the package with me as a first generation. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's actually very true. I feel like sometimes I always think like, it's crazy how like immigrants come here and you just like, just do it. And I'm just like, right. how? I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> like, they leave everything behind and they just come wing it and find and But yeah. you know, it's kind of like what you said, like they had no choice. Like they have to yeah. figure it out. Like uh -huh. you know what I mean that you have to. And it's kind of like back to that whole stress kind of being good in a way. Cause I even me, like I realized like when I am stressed to a certain level, I I work better. Like when I have like a fire under my ass, like I have to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. I work way better because like I have to do it, you know? So I totally agree with that. Um, but I kind of want to like get into, um, besides, because I feel like the whole lifestyle design is also just so interesting. I can go there all day. Yeah. But how, um, I guess you overall, how do you approach, what does feeling better naked mean to you? And how do you approach feeling better naked? Uh, feeling better naked. I mean, I take things literal sometimes. It's like, okay, <laughs> 
So if I take off my clothes, am I comfortable? Yes, way more than I was in the past. Like I, I became comfortable while I was working in the entertainment business because we don't just have, we don't have the time to think about it before we change our clothes in front of everybody. Okay. Like we just don't have the time. Let's just get it done. Or if we're like some kind of modeling gig and we're going to change our clothes again and whatever, like just, just, you know, I feel okay. I, I will say I'm not the one that parades naked everywhere, okay. but I do feel good. Um, as I grow into my age with, you know, being naked uh, with my partner. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I, I, Feeling good naked is just being content alone. Because for me, I don't like to show. Like I am not into like showing my whole body, but I feel I feel good naked. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you besides the physical form of, of nakedness? Okay. Like, um, how do you? Because I feel like sitting very naked has to do with like not just like the physical form being naked, but just also kind of like the mental. And that's what as I progress, I've learned that like it's all about what I think in here. Yeah. Know, it doesn't matter. I could be like, whatever. I could have like three boobs. It won't fucking yeah, yeah. matter. If I, if I feel fine, my mind is all that matters, you know? So how do you approach, I guess, mentally and like your form of self-care, like mentally? Like I know you mentioned journaling earlier. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I love you. Yeah. I love to get into a tub, uh -huh, which I didn't do for a very long time. And that was after I started my lifestyle brand. So like the, 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 the lifestyle design really started getting into shape after 2013 uh, because the story was like kind of cut off. I went to the very beginning, 2013. And then there I started doing social media work. And then I said, wait a minute, I can do more. I can do more about me, which was like being naked, saying the truth, because I'm like, it was out there. What can I do? Like for me, it was embarrassing that this whole thing about my dad was going to be out. But then when I said, this is what I wanted, if, if this is what I have to do, if I have to put myself out there and it's out there in public, then I'm going to do it because there's nothing for me to be ashamed of. So it's right. the same thing. Like there's nothing for me to be ashamed of. Um, I, I love taking care of myself. I go into tubs. I didn't, I didn't do that before. So after that time period, I did, I placed myself first. I was very stressed out with like giving attention to media and everything else and putting everything about before me first. So feeling better naked, I think is attached also with putting yourself first. Yeah. in any way possible so i go into my uh bath salts that's my favorite thing some essential oils and i just rub oils on me <laughs> and yeah i love sleeping with like soft things like if i want to wear like just a little you know little, little tiny shorts and a tank top and see yeah. and i walk around i do walk around naked in a way that i didn't before <laughs> uh, but it is totally everything is always mental there's people from different shapes and sizes and it doesn't have anything to do with it because people um that could you know could be considered like bigger or if they call them obese whatever they're comfortable with their bodies right. and some other people that are very thin or one another comfortable with their bodies right. so it really is mental and yeah. one of the things i loved was taking belly dance classes just how much the body is um accepted there because you can have a belly and actually nice to have a belly and, and <laughs> yeah so i don't mind sometimes i always joke like i don't need a six-pack i'm perfectly perfectly fine you know, the fact that I kind of like it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. As I, as I was just saying before, like, as long as you're ha happy, does it matter? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, in the sense of, like, I guess your confidence, not on your physical body, but just your personal confidence. How do you work on your personal confidence? Confidence is funny because confidence is, if there were no other people around, would we need confidence? <laughs> like, it. Wow. That's yeah. so true. If there was no people around. <laughs> That's so true. Too wow. many confidence. So it's like kind of like just the reflection of other people. I, what I 
seem like to other people. But I find if people want to work on their confidence, it's practicing on what they on what they need. It's a it's a need, right? So let's say I, I want to be confident about going on camera. Let's say I want to do that. Uh, well, do I know what I'm talking about? No, you're shit though. You know, confidence it comes from like knowing, from knowing. Yeah. And what do you know? So whatever that subject matter is, what do I know? Right. So it could come from that. Um, I always practice different things and ways of being maybe more confident, but that comes with growth. That comes with, again, again, I think reflection and saying, I'm great at what I do and not, not downplaying things, you know, right. uh, if we look back and if we're talking about physical, have you ever noticed how we look back in like a photo from five years ago? We're like, Oh my God, I looked great. Right. And then this is the five years that we're going to see, you know, later on. Do you know right. what I'm Maybe back at that time, maybe back then, we didn't think that way. Right. Always uh-huh. striving for what we don't have because it comes from lack. Instead of coming from what we already have, start from what you have. That's how you're going to get more of that. Mm, I but that. I do think that confidence comes from whatever it is, putting it out there, practicing it. So if it's the body and someone's not too confident, it's like, all right, how can I put it out there? And they start feeling more confident with themselves. You know, sometimes there's no choice. If um, some people just come to the realization, like, look, I am never going to be this, you know, whatever supermodel, thin-like person. And I'm happy because, of course, it doesn't come from that. But, you know, we see images all day. It's changing, I think. I think it's changing. I think it's changing 100%. So that's a good thing. And people are the ones that will tell you, in general society like oh this is what's in right you have to be everybody should be confident because it takes a lot when the whole world is telling you what you should look like and what you should be like you know what's acceptable what's like smart even what's Uh a success yeah for sure i feel like it's and you raise a really good point about your confidence having to do with society like for people in general but also I think confidence has to do with just the fact of what you say to yourself in your mind and this, like come back to the story, like kind of like, even if you like, end of the day, you can achieve what you believe you can achieve. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't even matter what others say. Like if you truly don't believe it, it doesn't even freaking matter. Um, I guess if you want to give us like an example of a last time that you kind of struggled with confidence and kind of like how you overcame it. Oh yeah, sure. Um, well, creating my brand because I'm like, oh, it's the imposter syndrome and really me. And then I start thinking, well, everybody else that's doing it, they're already doing it. How am I even going to, you know, get to a certain level? Then it's the same thing as a restaurant. How many restaurants don't we have? Are we going to oh, like true. stop building restaurants? There's restaurants because people like different restaurants or different, uh, different sceneries or whatnot. So, uh, I did battle with that so much. I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to put it out there. It's like, what are people, the whole, who are they going to think? But this is when I walk myself out. I'm like, who the hell cares? And who are they anyway? Who is they? Right, who is this they? <laughs> Point they out, please. Um, and that's that. And it really goes, you have to be, you have to be bold. Yes. In life, you have to be courageous. And that's why my mission, my mission is to work with uh, courageous individuals. I, I say that in my mission statement, because you have to have courage. You have to have guts. You do. The people that have guts and courage will probably do more of what they want in their life. But if you think about it, we're courageous just being born. It's pretty crazy to come out of a womb, right? Boom. Then <laughs> <laughs> everything else comes getting thrown. That's so true, actually. It is. No, it's really true. The courageous people are here to begin with. <laughs> no, it's actually really true. And I think it's almost like we said before about the whole lack mentality versus like just 
not having a lack mentality, just seeing what you do actually have and just approaching it from that way. Cause it does change everything. Like I always say perspective is everything mm-hmm. in, in every sense of the word, like besides success in general, also just like every, just everything. So I think the fact that just to maybe get like simple to do's, but so you would say journaling and reflecting are big things you do to overcome yes. stuff. They, it is just amazing. I bought this book called The Artist's Way a long time ago, and I told oh, some- I have that book. I started reading it. Yeah, some of the masterminds do it. Um, when they don't know exactly uh, some of the things that they want to incorporate in their life. So for example, way, way, way back when I was just like college and then work and then watching TV, that's what I used to do. College, work, watch TV, or then just work at an office job, watch TV. And oh yeah, I don't have time to take that salsa class I've always wanted to take. Oh yeah, I don't have time for that belly dance class. What, what do you mean I don't have time? How does somebody else have time? I was watching TV. I was rushing home to watch Survivor Island. Remember Survivor Island? Some people are like, no, how old are you? <laughs> Survivor Island, <laughs> I was hooked on it. And I said, never again. I'm rushing home. And they didn't have, you know, we couldn't record. I know. Yeah, I know. Like, what the hell? Yeah, she's prehistoric. But I'm done. <laughs> it couldn't record, but I wanted, I remember being a kid saying, I wish there was something that we could record everything so I could watch other things at the same time. You should time. have created Jocelyn. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's one of my skills though. That's, oh, and let me mention that. So uh, along with that, there are these tests. There are tests by Gallup. It's called a strengths finder test. And if you find your strengths, one of them is futuristic for me. One of them is input. That means I get a lot of information and can share it well. Another one is intellection. Uh, You're an Aquarius, right? And I'm Aquarius, yes. Yeah, that all sounds like Aquarius thing. Yeah, well, you're like, oh, that kind of stuff. So I really, really get to know yourself. And I was like, why the hell am I doubting myself with like everything tells me that I'm good? That's verification, not validation. Like I heard someone say a long time ago, it's like, stop looking for it. Yeah. I love that. Her name is Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. I think it was Rachel that said that, Rachel Luna. She goes, stop looking for um, validation. You want verification. So you're verified. Yes, I am. You know, we take tests, right? We take tests before we get a a driver's license. Right. If we're at a certain level. But also what I've noticed is I tested my products and services. It's the results. If they're getting results, I have to question nothing. I am good at what I do. I get results and I get results when they haven't been able to get results and they've been working on something for so long and they can't seem to get it off the ground or get confused in their mind. And I get them to do it in a fun way as well. And like in a way that understands. Yeah. Um, so those are ways that also you can build up your confidence because you have to start looking at when was this cool? When did this work? And not when it didn't. That's only for you to mm-hmm. tweak something if it didn't. And that happens to everyone. If you look across the board, anyone working on something maybe could do some changes or maybe something didn't work out. But I'm always very on top of follow-ups, getting surveys. Um, I always am. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I think it's a really good point of getting verification, not validation. It's like you're dropping all these quotes. I feel like <laughs> these are so good. <laughs> no, seriously, because it, it is very true. Like, um, I think when you start, I mean, it's a whole thing with like social media, we can't, we didn't start there, but like, I feel like in general, like people do seek a lot of validation in order to move forward. And it's like, it's not necessary. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's really not. And when you look at social media, you bring up a point, it's a good point because it's images. And so the brain really absorbs a lot. I don't know how many millions of images we have a day. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's a lot. Now I can handle it. I mean, I don't care what, Oh, I'm, I've never been like jealous. I think I don't have like that issue. Oh, why don't, why does she have it? And I don't have, because I was always working on me. My mom was like, you're always working on yourself so much that you didn't even look the other way. Cause it's like, yeah. 
I want this. Like, I don't think it's a bad problem to have though. You're, you're in your own lane. Exactly. Yeah. You but know? it is very, very easy to look and say, damn, how come that person got that? And I didn't, but that's, that's that person. Why don't you do it? Right. You know, you could right. maybe not that same way, but everybody's life is different, you know, and you don't know how much they worked. What if the person looking, getting jealous, what if that person can put themselves in the other person's place and, and feel like, damn, I worked so hard and now I'm here. They deserve it. Right. Right. It's like that, you know, oh, that, that's just image. That's a moment. You could be really sad and post something and you're like, hey, because you're trying to be positive and you post something nice. So it's a waste of time. It's actually a waste of time to just look at it in that sense. Right. So. No, I actually agree. I feel like a, a lot of, I think I read this quote once that people that like, um, just like, I guess, critique others on social media and like, are just very like, not low self-esteem, but are supportive of others as much. It's because they themselves haven't like worked on themselves yet. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's, it's very it's easy trigger. to like, yeah. yeah, it's very easy to like point fingers and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, it's because you've never been there. If you were yeah. there, you would like understand too, but that's a whole other combo. Yeah, yeah, it's hell, yeah. <laughs> but I think, um, I kind of want to ask, what are your views on how success, your success, and how you've worked on your self-being, like your well-being, um, not only physically, but also mentally, how has that gone hand in hand for you? But also, I think it was fun about this, your situation, like not only have you seen your own personal growth as like Jocelyn, but also as like a lifestyle designer, like how have you seen that play out in other women? Like as they improve their well-being, like in self-improvement, uh, self like how has success also, has that also come like hand in hand or like, what do you think about that? Right. Uh, in general, when, when I see just other women in general or well, when like, they, you remember like in your mastermind, did you see like women right. like, Oh my God, I get so happy because I, first of all, I like, you can't get rid of me. That's my joke. Like, so <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm friendly. I don't care if they don't work with me anymore. I want to know how they're doing. I see them. I see what they're doing. I want to like, I want them to succeed. Yeah. So they can't get rid of me. And I have the meetups where I invite them over because I know it's not like, oh, we're going to do it and I'm going to do it so quickly. There are sprints in life. And I believe you could take advantage of some sprints in life based on where you are. So for example, a sprint is, oh my God, January through March, I didn't do a lot. Can you do a lot from April to June that you might feel works for you right now? It's not going to drive you insane. It's going to make you happy. Is that when you have like a lot of energy? Because I believe things are seasonal as well for some people. For me, it yeah. is. I do a lot of growth, like in April and May. And right now I'm feeling a lot of energy this summer since it's a different summer, but we have very long days and I love daylight. So I go, 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 but I also enjoy, right? Um, so about the other women, I feel so happy when they, um, when, they, when they put it into practice. Like, for example, if somebody says, Tim, I have an idea and I have no idea what it is. I, I, I mean, I have a lot of ideas. And let's say their idea is that they want to be a makeup artist. And she was like, well, I didn't think I had that idea, but she did. And everything was always there in front of her. And then she went ahead and did that. I'm like, I love that. That, see, finally did it. Put it into practice. And charging money, and now you're making money from it? It is limitless, the things that we can do. But we stay in the same place sometimes. And there's also, I have returning clients. So if a returning client, I mean, that's, that's like the best that could ever right. happen. Why? Because she gets results. And the results are like, 
okay, so I wanted to be a life coach and I finally got my certification. I was able to create the time because this is the thing. A lot of people want to create something and that's why I have in the mastermind a beta school that I'm testing out, which starts with the cluttering and starts with time management. And it's not really about managing time. You can't do that. You have to manage yourself, but let's call it time management. That's what they have to learn first if they feel like they have no time because that's a, scar a scarcity mentality, which I had. How am I going to do it if I'm constantly telling myself that I don't have it? I don't because right. I say I don't have it. <laughs> right, totally right. And once that clicks, it makes me happy. So one of the masterminds says, ah, I was so crazy. What was I doing? I was like, first of all, don't call yourself crazy. But I love it because, yeah, she's like, you're asking me what I did so that I could actually work. The way. It improved her office job and include yeah. her job which she loves and makes her and she makes money and also gave her the opportunity to create you know her brand to go and certify and now start getting clients but it's a process and that process is personal to everyone so I see them succeed but also success depends on whether you're not you're really really in it to win it right there's different levels some people might get to a certain point and they get scared and start sabotaging it again or get to like a like a plateau, like exercising, right? You know, like yeah. somebody gets to like a certain period and then they're like, okay, <laughs> they stop there. It's true. It's very, very true. You know, it's a really another great quote. You're just dropping quotes the whole day about um, like in it to win it. Because honestly, like I think it's like sometimes people don't think of like, am I actually gonna am I in it to win it? Basically, people just say, oh, this is fun. I like this. Blah blah. But it's like they don't. Uh, they kind of like romanticize the idea of it in a way. Yeah. And sometimes it gets hard. And when it gets hard, people are like, eh, I don't know. That's why you have the planner, right? You have to write it out. You have to write those things out because when it exists in the brain, what it happens is that the brain thinks it's doing something. You know when people make fun of talkers that this person's just a talker? Poor talker thinks he's doing something, he or she. Things are doing something, but they're just talking, right? But it's good right. to talk because you talk something out. Right. But if you want to do a... I'll put, I'm going to put myself on blast, right? A podcast. And I'm just talking about it. By the way, I'm not just talking about it. I know that I want to do it, but I know that I want to do something else first and put that into play and then start it. Sometimes there's a lot of things happening at once. So let's say you want to start a YouTube channel, a podcast, a course, you have clients. That That's a lot. And right. if you don't have the systems or the employees yet, you're going to have to say, this one's going to come here first. So do one first and then you build on it. And the others become easier. Right. The others become easier because they help each other out. Right. Right. Okay. So I guess I have, um, I guess just one last question before we move on to the trivia questions. Huh. You as a lifestyle designer, what would you say is the number one thing that holds all women back Ooh. that you've noticed? If you have to pick, just, well, if you can pick one, I know it's hard, but maybe top two. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So, okay. I know a tough one. It was like a lie. It's, it's not tough because I have major ones, but they're, they're, I'll just give you a phrase. Putting other people first. Ooh, I did not expect that one. Across the board, I know. But I also receive, and it, it is when I think about everyone, putting other people first. Wow, can you elaborate on that? Then the mindset. So all the time, 
everything else first, somebody else first, somebody calls you, you pick up the phone, or I've seen that other, let's say men, in general, generalizing, they don't pick up the phone, they do their thing. Also, it's like the way they've been raised, it's, it's, it's understood that they don't pick up the phone. The daughter picks up the phone, the girl picks up the phone, and she has to do this, and she has to do that, and she has to run that errand and do the other one. And something happens, you're here to solve the problem, especially if you're smart and driven, because they know you have the skills to do it, and this one always solves the problems. Guess what? The problems won't stop. And you try to help them so that maybe it stops, but it doesn't. They just come back for more because you're so good at it. And right. then you are, first of all, tired. Then you might be angry. And then you're <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, putting other people first. Yeah, so I did not expect that answer. I literally thought time and maybe like excuses. I did not it's think time. You know why? Because time is not a problem. Time is time. Time, it has no problem with you. I guess you're right. It goes back to managing yourself. It's time. Mm -hmm. And there is no issue with time because everybody has 24 hours. Every right. time is so fair. But it's amazing because time will kind of I feel like, work with you once you're in the flow. That, yeah. I mean, I got to the point where I thought it was ridiculous that someone, <laughs> some of, I should be embarrassed, that <laughs> stealing my time. I am crazy. I, I'm kind of crazy that somebody was stealing my time. How on earth is someone stealing my time? It's it's crazy. Like no, I, I I could see because I feel like I've also thought that. So I I don't. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crazy too. No, I am crazy, so it's fine. But that's interesting. No, keep going. I'm sorry, keep going. Yeah, no. So it's like you can't. Time is not a problem, it, and it really is. In all, it's a mindset, but habit. So okay, I have no time, but now you're so used to it. You're so used to it that sometimes. You don't know what to do now you want to do it because even right. if the even if the brain feels pain it rather take the pain mm -hmm. with something new so yes i am very understanding and so compassionate with people because you could see that in the horizon is the best thing in the world but you're like nah i, I can't i can't because i don't know and the brain doesn't like the unknown so i'd rather go <laughs> to that painful experience That's so true and take something new that you don't know where it's going because at least you know that experience yeah That's so, so you're doing the same thing keep helping people over and over they might not even see them i have to call them out on it sometimes like okay so remember in the planes where like you learn that you have to put the mask on yourself first and i was like but why why not the kid of course how are you gonna put the mask on somebody else if you ran out of your last breath you better put it on yourself quickly so that you now can help them but other people are calling other they just pick up the phone call when somebody's calling them with a problem they kind of started to enjoy it but also keeps them in the same place because let's say they have higher goals that they're going to need that time for it keeps them busy it's like self-sabotage almost exactly yeah. So what, how are you going to do it? There is a reality. There is only a certain amount of hours in a day. So now, okay, maybe tomorrow I can do it or this weekend. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No, legit. You're, it's, it all ties back to self-management because I love that you said that time is so fair because it's, yeah. it's, I, I always thought like, okay, like if Beyonce has this much time, like I could do all this shit too, but I never thought about time being like fair because it's true. Time is fair and time doesn't. And she can, but Beyonce also has a whole lot of help now that helps her do that. And that's right. another thing. Once you grow into something, you're going to need some kind of help. If it's a business, you're going to need some kind of help to grow. Right. I mean, it's, if it's, it's just time is fair. That's why. Because at the end yeah. of the day, as long as if you're growing, you do need more help because time is not changing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. And then you said second, you'll pick mindset? The mindset. You have to believe it across the board. 
deep down, people do not believe that they can do that. And you have to work yourself up to it then. Let, let's say, let's say I want to believe that I'm able to, and I'm laughing, right? That I'm able to create, that I'm able to get $3 million, right? Okay. I'm going to have to work up to that because I have not created that. <laughs> Sorry, I've not. I've not. So I'm going to have to work myself up to it. Right. So do I believe it? If I don't believe it, I'm going nowhere. It's true. It's true. So I guess how do you approach making yourself believe stuff? You just yeah. So in steps, because if I want it, then I have to make myself believe it. So I have to work with affirmations. They're one of my favorite things to create mm. something for me. It was hard for me to believe at some point that I could actually find that man that murdered my dad and that I could actually do this, that nobody was doing for me, that they had right. said was close, that everything's like, oh, give it, you know, move on in life 20 something years later. How the hell? You know how much work I had to do in my freaking brain? Like a lot. So right. I started writing. I am finding the person until the brain believes it. It's not about lying. Because I kept telling myself, but my soul knew. I'm not creating it out of crap, right? I'm not like, I just knew. We just know some things. And if it keeps coming right. back to you, then you pay attention to it. If it keeps coming back to you, pay attention to it. At the very least, it'll take you somewhere else that maybe you needed to go in your path. But affirmations. So I will start by saying, I see myself making $20,000 a month. Uh, and it's like, okay how well i'm going to work on this and that and then i see myself making it i see myself you have to start feeling it which is so crazy and i worked on it a lot last year more and more because see some of the things we know how to do we're very good at some area but we don't even know that that has a system what i created mm -hmm. was that i attracted i knew i believed that i lived that i breathed that i was kind of a little bit obsessed with it to make it happen <laughs> so yes be that obsessed. No, because I was like, I'm going to make this happen. And that's it. That That is it. And I had like a really deep passion and desire. Yeah. And it was like, big. this is my family. Are you really, really passionate? Do you really, really want it? And if you are, decide that you're going to do what it takes. The people will start showing up that are going to teach you. Of course, be careful. Some people are going to sell you dreams, right? But you're going to find the tools necessary to get there. We're in a very abundant society. And so what do I have to do? Well, I have to keep putting myself out there in the way that I know I have to allow growth to happen. Uh, and you, you'll find your, 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 your unique ways because every path is different. Right. But at least, at the very least, and I said when I had nothing else, I had my brain, I had my mind, I had my affirmations, at the very least. I love that. I love that. Uh, so, no, seriously, because I feel like, um, yeah, a lot of people sometimes need to like, uh, I'm big on affirmations too. Like I write one, all the time and I just like say it over and over and over all the freaking times I think as long as it's like you said like inside you feel it but like do you believe it you know and I feel like affirmations make you believe it because in the, the day it's like after seeing it so many times you just it's just like the new standard yeah yeah you know? yeah and the subconscious is working a lot too the subconscious works more than our conscious mind and you're feeding right. the subconscious because Again, during the day, if something bad happens, you're like, oh, look at this stupid bill. If you have a car, it's like, look at this car ticket. There goes my stupid abundance. No, that's just a little bit. That's like nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, crap, it's not working. See? How much did you really believe in it, you know? And if you look at stories and you see them from another perspective now, like the hero's, the hero's journey, you could actually Google hero's journey. If you see inspirational movies, you will see there's always challenges. Right. And there to that's the best part of the movie that he overcame. Right, the right? Isn't it? And that's the, that's the whole movie. <laughs> because, and, and I say this in the beta course, I said, life is a video game. Will you play the video game if it was all like, okay, boom, boom, no challenge, you know, like. I know, that's true. Same place. 
Yeah, it has really challenges. Great. I, I love how you said that. Oh, Jocelyn, it's been such a freaking good interview. Thank you so Yay. much for dropping all these gems. So seriously, I feel like you really hit a lot of points that are just so obvious in a way, but we just don't sit and reflect and think about it. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like a lot of people, if they kind of just like sat and reflected and sat and thought or even like journaled in your case, like you would realize a lot of things that are just like, just to change your mindset. So thank you so much. I think you guys. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm very happy to be here and and have this chat. Yeah. I know. I have some trivia questions, or not trivia, but just like to get to know Jaws and questions that I definitely <laughs> want to ask you. Um, they're not crazy, so we don't have to worry. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, what's your favorite way of moving your body? It could be anything, anything. Huh. It could be anything. Oh, you said there weren't hard questions. <laughs> I really love belly dancing. I really do. Yeah. Because I'll just put on my, my little belt and just move it, do some hip bumps. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I love that. Um, what are your top favorite things, uh, three favorite things to do right now? Like if you're feeling crappy and like using you know, like, you know, feel good or top Ooh. three favorite essential oils across the board have saved me. I have like seven of them and I have What's a little favorite collection. one. My favorite one. Yeah. Uh, of the essential oils is called active. That's the thing. I don't know what the scent is, ah, okay. so uh, but I use peppermint a lot so I can breathe better. Peppermint okay. has been my savior and it helps you focus. So I put it inside my mask. When mm -hmm. I go jogging, I put peppermint in my mask. Oh, I've never thought of putting such a mask. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. What a game changer. Oh my God. You can breathe. Yeah, you can breathe. Uh, hello. I can breathe again. Like that song. I mean, seriously. Puzzling. That's genius. Yeah. Yep, I put it in my mask, and you can mix it with uh, wild orange as well if you like. Just be careful yeah. with peppermint. Peppermint is like called a hot oil. It's like really you know it burns. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like woohoo! So, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh um, my god. Okay, so essential oils. Everything. Going for walks in the park and in, in hiking during the pandemic, I discovered uh, hiking because yes, you know, <laughs> love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Getting a third one. The third wine. <laughs> wine. White wine. Wine's been your thing since I met you, girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. No, I love that. Okay. Uh, what is your current favorite pick-me-up song? Um, oh, my God. And they played it today when I worked out. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. <laughs> <laughs> my daddy, I do go, hey. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that song. I love him too. Honestly, he's like one of my favorite artists of all time. Mm -hmm. And then last question, what, if you could pick any quote, like one quote, like your life motto that inspires you the most, what would that one quote be? Decide before you start that you will not quit, that you will never, ever give up. Ooh, I like that. You really do because you literally had that right, like, handy. That's the intro like, to my platter if I don't believe in it yet. And then I, I really love that. Can you say it again? Sorry. Can you say it again? Decide before you start that you will not quit that you will never ever give up. You have to decide this before you start, that you're not gonna quit. That's so true. <laughs> decide it before you start it. <laughs> you're right. Oh, I love that. Oh, Jocelyn, yeah, no, for sure. So I'm gonna link down on uh, the show notes, guys. I'm gonna link her Instagram profiles, you can follow her. I'm gonna link also her planner and her mastermind. Um, but yeah, Jocelyn, thank you so much for coming on today. I feel like you gave thank so much you. good gems and like so much perspective, so much to think about. So Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I was a little thinker. Reach out to me, uh, DM. I'm always active on social media. I'm always on Instagram, so they can find me there. No good. All right, Dawson, take care. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening into this episode. If you truly enjoyed it, please feel free to share it with someone that you think can truly benefit from this episode. If you have time, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Why not? Help us out. Also, um, make sure you check out the show notes so you can have uh, get more information on our guest. And I will be back soon. Tune in next week, guys. Thank you.